There's a poll that was conducted by Historica Canada. And they're the folks behind the country's Heritage Minutes. And they were quizzing respondents on 30 pieces of quirky Canadiana. And they found out we know nothing. Anthony Wilson-Smith joins the show. He's president and CEO of Historica. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning. Are you shocked by the fact that most Canadians don't know about their, you know, quirky history? Not in the slightest. I got to tell you that uh, most of the stuff I, I didn't take the test probably would have failed it too, and I live with this every day. It's a nasty quiz. All right. Well, it, do you have the quiz with you? Oh, I sure do. You ready? You know I what? I, yeah, I could. I think I tend to be quite a competitive individual. I like my trivia. I, I, it's true or false, correct? Yep. Okay. You know, Chris Creston is on the other. Uh, Mike, so we'll just be slightly competitive. Cause I... <laughs> you can both take your shot. That's yeah. right. Make it a good one. I'm, anytime you're ready. Okay, we're ready. All right. True or false? The Jolly Jumper baby exercise toy is a Canadian invention. True. I'm going to say false. True. Awesome. Olivia Poole, living in Manitoba, is the architect of it all. Um, the official phone number for Canada is 800 O Canada. I would say that's true. I'm going with false. True. <laughs> okay, two nothing. Keep going. I'm liking. I'm liking how this is happening here. The Canadians' men's soccer team has never qualified for the FIFA uh, Football International World Cup. That's true. I'm going to lean on false again. I'm. I'm, go, I'm rolling with false. You're rolling right on false on this one. They qualified, oh, yes. they qualified once. That's what I thought. Okay. And that was recently, right? Yeah, relatively. <sighs> yeah, yeah. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I knew I was wrong, but I couldn't take it back. Let's move on. Uh, so we, I think a lot of people know that basketball was invented by a Canadian, by mm-hmm. Dr. James Naismith. James Naismith presented the Canadian men's team with their silver medal at the 1936 Olympics, the first one to ever feature basketball. I would say that is false. That sounds true to me. I'm going to switch. True. We are tied at 2-zip. Uh, okay, 2-2, <laughs> two, two, rather. Let's, uh, let's have the tie-breaking question. Okay. The Newfoundland dog became an official symbol of Canada after the governor of Newfoundland, because of the Federation, of course, gifted one to PM Louis Saint Laurent to celebrate Newfoundland joining Canada. I'm going to say that's true. I'm going to lean on my old false. False it is. Yes! Chris Creston now has bragging rights. So <laughs> this is not unusual that uh, people wouldn't understand. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I took guesses at all of them. Oh, listen, you don't need to be feeling like you've got to renounce Canadian citizenship or that you're a failure in life or anything else. Is it, look, my theory on this, because our people produce it here, is that everybody here gets tired of people thinking we're all nice because we produce the Heritage Minutes, so they have to show a nasty side, and you're seeing it in this poll. <laughs> so, it, basically, was this poll a way to find out what factoids need to be shared with the Canadian public? And if you're going to be making this uh, Heritage Minutes, the, the newer Heritage Minutes, where you should lean heavily on? No, actually, you know, really, as much as anything, it's a way of saying, first of all, Canadian history is not boring. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. We just tend to focus too much on dates and institutions and, you know, and and laws passed when it's really about human stories or interesting factoids. And the other, the reason we present it this way rather than just saying, here's, you know, 12 things you didn't know about Canada's history is for most people, most people are competitive. It's fun to take part, and we just find we get a better, we get a better response when we say, come on, we're going to check you out here. We're going to find out what you know. Obviously, there were a lot of different categories. You know, you asked us some sports questions, some pop culture questions. There's some history questions. What categories did Canadians excel in? good at geography, even though, funnily enough, we know that most Canadians don't travel outside of their own province, except for those who do for business. Um, sports, we do very well. 
you know, so, I mean, as I said, we didn't even bother asking about Naismith as the inventor of basketball because we were sure, particularly this year, a lot of people would get it. And then there's stuff in there that, I mean, listen, it's tricky. Like, a false question was the first hot air balloon flight in North America was during the War of 1812 when British troops used it for observation. Well, I immediately said false because I figured there were no hot air balloons around then. In fact, hot air balloons were invented and used pretty close to around 1812, just not in that specific case. So, you know, that's a curveball coming at you. Right. What areas were the most challenging for Canadians answering the uh, quiz? Oh, across the board, funnily enough, uh, culture, meaning music, you know, but then... Again, really? Okay. I, can, do you have any music questions in well, that? I know you know your music. I've been enough of a listener to know that, so... Uh, I, I, that is pathetic of me wanting you to hit me with a music question then, isn't it? Okay, true or false, the best-selling Canadian album of all time is Shania Twain's Come On Over. Oh, wow. I'll go with true. And it is. You see, I would have thought Rush or, you know, or maybe... No, I, because if, you're been a, if you've been a listener for a long time to me, you know that Rush is um, kryptonite for the vagina, so... <laughs> it, women don't know, like Rush. There's out there. I mean, it could have been... Yeah, been, we buy albums as well, though. for that matter, too. Yeah, so. that is true. Nickelback could have come in there. But, so you're finding that music, we're just... Because I would have thought we'd be heavy into our music here in Canada. Well, it doesn't mean we're not, you right. know, and it's the testing again. So here's another, true mm. or false, the Montreal Jazz Festival is the largest jazz fest in the world. Mm. I'm going to say no, because I think that that's in New Orleans. And I'm a native of Montreal. I remember when that thing started, and uh, the answer is yes. And that's wow. according to the Guinness Book. So it's that's there. Well, if it's in the good Guinness Book, then who am I to argue with it? Got to be. That's right. So Heritage Minutes, where are we going now with our Heritage Minutes? Because, you know, we we have gone back quite far in our history. Like, where do you decide the mark is on, on how far back you need to go with Heritage Minutes? We don't go back as much in time anymore as uh, we used to. We tend to look a little bit more at social issues. Our big one, which is out right now, came out three weeks ago, is on is actually telling a story of D-Day, because it's 75 years after the fact. And we thought about the fact that there are still D-Day veterans among us, you know, well into their 90s, and this was the right time to pay tribute. But we're also looking at, we're looking at a lot of social issues, too. You know, for example, a year, year and a half ago, we did our first LGBTQ2 themed one. Uh, we've looked at uh, women's issues. We also got out early on Viola Desmond, uh, you know, the, the uh, black civil rights pioneer, before she was on a stamp, before she was on a dollar bill. So we're really saying we're trying to make minutes where, at a point, just about everybody in Canada can look and say, hey, I see myself a bit in that. You know, like I can relate to whatever issue or whatever story that that's talking about. How hard is it to, you know, pick apart Canadian history and look for that relatable nugget? Because, you know, from my recollection, when they taught history in high school, it was relatively dry. Yeah, it was, and that's my big beef with it. You know, it's got to be more than dates and things. People focus too much, I think, on how different things are. I think when the minutes work, and, you know, I have not always been here for them, but I think a lot of them work pretty well that they're still here. It's because you look and say, wow, I wonder, you know, I'm watching that minute and I'm thinking, what would I have done in that situation? You know, so our, for example, our D-Day minute's about a guy who signed up to fight when he was 43 years old in World War II. He was a veteran of World War I. He was a father. He didn't have to go, you know. Who would have done that? So, I mean, I'm a guy who's already seen 43 a few years back, you know, thinking that to myself. But also, you know, he, he fought with a lot of 17 and 18-year-olds. So we go into a high school and say to kids, would that have been you? You know, two years ahead, if there was war now, would that be you volunteering, signing up, going off to a foreign country for the first time and doing it? And it's putting that in their head, making them think, okay, it's, you know, so it's 75 years ago, but it's a dilemma that I could be facing now. One of the things that sticks with me, the, the Heritage Minutes, is, is the Halifax explosion. 
Um, because, you know, I, I at no point in my life had heard about that explosion, but it was such a, a, a catastrophic thing that happened. And once again, uh, a moment of bravery from a Canadian that was just basically would say, I'm doing my job. But it's it's such a big part of Canadian history on the East Coast. I think it, it's so important if you're going to do any kind of traveling that you're aware of what happened across Canada. Is that one of the ones that have connected with people the most? Oh, every we pull regularly, you know, on getting people's sense of, you know, the top five, the top ten. That is the Halifax explosion is always in the top five. And if people know anything, of course, about Heritage Minutes, they know that one from the Penfield Minute. Mm-hmm. Dr. Penfield, I smell burnt toast. That's right. So that one stays. But, you know, uh, I discovered a lot through these two long before I was at this place. I mean, you know, the story of the three World War I soldiers from the same street in Winnipeg, who three of them, all three won Victoria Cross, is just unbelievable. You know, the highest medal for bravery in the enormous British Empire at that time, and they all got it. Do you think that Canadians need to learn how to celebrate themselves, and is this why we tell our stories through the Heritage Minutes? Well, Canadians are a lot more patriotic than we tend to than we tend to think. There's a real quiet pride here, and actually, you know, among twenty somethings, it's not even so quiet. We see a lot of polling, and my own office, our office here, I'm, you know, uh, almost everyone is under thirty five, and they're very out about it. I think that it's got a lot to do with us becoming a more diverse country. We look and we see the world wanting to come here, and people from around the world here, and we're more interested in going out there, and it's made us more self confident and more proud of it. If people want to have some fun and take this uh, Historica Canada quiz. Is it still online? Can they do that? Oh, we just tossed it up now, and actually we've, done a, we've also done a montage of, um, of minutes from the great, some of the great Heritage Minute clips that's set to an instrumental version of O Canada that's out right now. It's our own way of celebrating. So you just got to go to our Historica Canada Twitter account, or we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, or you can just find us at our website at historicacanada.ca, and off you go. Anthony, I would love to say it's been an extreme pleasure, but um, I don't think you weighed the questions so that I would beat Chris enough. So, well, I know, but he was leaning on me in the pre-call. He said, yeah. Make <laughs> oh, he got to you first is what happened. I was wondering why he got all the questions. That's right. He's a smart guy, I'll tell you. Yeah, well, he's something. Anthony, it's, it has been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so Very much for joining us. Thank you both. Cheers. Anthony okay. Wilson-Smith, president and CEO of Historica. If you're looking for something to do, hey, print off the survey. Or we well, don't even need to print it off. I'm so old-timey sometimes. Are they going to do a historic a minute about how old-timey I am? Use your old dot um, matrix printer and uh, <laughs> run it off. What you could do is pull it up in the car on your phone, and you're driving to the cottage. You're driving to somewhere on the long weekend. I love doing Ooh, trivia questions in the car. Strong I, game. Honestly, you grab a box of trivia pursuit questions and just sitting out on the deck having some fun and tonics. You rifle some of those off. Good times. Good, clean fun.